folks. Welcome to the Seven Figure Network Podcast. My name is Melford Bibbins. Today, I'm joined by Nicole Dennis, and I'm so happy to have her on board today because we're going to find out from an Australian how they're building. You know that I've talked to folks from all around the globe, and it's been really fun to find out what these last few years have done and what they see coming up now because you guys know it's so important to know what works today because what worked five years ago might be a little different than even what worked two years ago that worked two weeks ago. So, Nicole, thanks so much for being on today. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thanks so much, Milford. It's great to be here. So I got to ask, what got you into the industry in the first place? So, yeah, I my background is in corporate. So, yeah, completely different to this. I actually uh, managed, managed very big transport infrastructure projects, so a huge departure to come to this um, industry. But I actually had a friend reach out to me about 10 years ago and say, hey, we found this product. They were traveling in the United States. We found this product. We think you should try it. And we think, you know, it'd be really helpful. And my husband actually owned a health food store and natural therapies clinic. So we got pitched products all the time (laughs) by reps. But I just, I trusted these people. I knew they knew a lot about health and wellness. And I was like, sure, I'll try some. And they're like, oh, you can't get it in Australia. So I had to order it. I had to have it like sent over to Australia. And it was really, it's a really heavy product. And so it like cost a lot of money to get it out here. And they're like, you know, just try it, drink 60 mils, which is two ounces and Mm -hmm. stuff for you Americans and, you know, give it a go. And I'd had these underlying fatigue issues for like 25 years. I had a lot of results with them, but I still kind of still had this stuff there, which I had to really be careful of managing Mm -hmm. um, my energy and stuff. So I took it. I was like three weeks later, I was like, oh my gosh, this fatigue is completely gone. Like what's going on here? And then I was like, I gave it to a friend of mine and she had like this incredible, incredible result happen. Like she'd had like, had some serious issues. She had 56 um, general anesthetic surgeries. So serious issues. And she was like, I have this great result. And she had done network marketing before, right? With the company. And she was like, we've got to find out what this stuff is. Like, we didn't even know what it really was. She's like, we've got to find out what this stuff is. And I'm like, okay. So we, you know, called some people and like kind of like met some um, other field leaders in the company and they were having this big conference in the US, right? These products weren't available in Australia, mind you. And she was like, we, my friend was like, we should go over there and like check it out. She's like, this can be like a great business and it's like amazing product. So we flew to the States and like went to this big conference and checked it out. And we're like, oh, wow, this is like so cool. Like we didn't really know anything about network marketing. Um, you know, we'd run our own businesses, but not, but other types of businesses. And um, yeah, so that's kind of what really got us interested. But then we had to wait three years for the company that we're with to come to Australia. So we just had to wait mm-hmm. before we could actually do anything. So <laughs> yeah, that's my, it was a very strange introduction, I guess, in that way. <laughs> Like, you know, get really excited. I'll just wait a while. <laughs> yeah, right. So we were actually having a really cool conversation before I hit the record button about bringing products into Australia. You know, the difference between Australia, America, Canada, all these other countries. So do me a favor and talk about if you can talk to folks outside of Australia about building in Australia. What do you think are some of the difficulties that folks are going to have because of that product? Or has it been easy? Has it been hard? Because I, I so often get to talk to folks from North America going into Australia. I don't often get to talk to Australians about bringing stuff into there. So what, what are the complications for working with Australia? Yeah. So I think, you know, in Australia here, we have a lot of um, regulatory issues. So, mm-hmm. 
we, you know, a lot of things are more challenging to get approved here, which yeah. I think you said that you knew. So, but we do have a great way that we can bring in things for personal use. So we're not allowed to publicly market those things, but we can bring them in for personal use up to three months supply at a time. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of companies in the industry will set up like that so that you can, you know, access these amazing products um, because a lot of great health products uh, come out through network marketing Mm -hmm. and you can order them and you can have them sent in um, for three months personal supply. And and honestly, since, um, you know, the whole pandemic and everything, the shipping that companies organise, because I order a few things from the United States, not just from my company, is as quick as getting things shipped locally here in Australia, wow. which is kind of funny. So, yeah, I know, right? Like, especially like DHL and UPS, they're like super quick. So, oh, I yeah. would have never expected that. I know. Well, yes, they're coming by air freight and not mm-hmm. by sea. Um, yeah, they just, they only normally take around a week to get here. And it seems to sometimes take the, the um, road transport longer, which is, oh, I don't so understand funny. why, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, so you'd mentioned the last couple of years, we, you know, I don't want to get negative, obviously, but we got to talk about it. You know, you've said you've been in the company for 10 years. So you've seen the different ways that people have had to build, you know, you've, you've gotten to have the belly to belly thing that, that like we probably all started with and yeah. then the transition to online. Now the hybrid model, now everybody's dying to get back in front of it, uh, in front of people again. What's been your building strategy first originally before we all had to go online and now that transition you did? Did, did you guys build out just belly to belly to begin with? Yeah, so we did. Like we built like through small um, like in-home people um, meetings in people's homes. Yeah. That's how we really built when we start. And we built to like kind of like a diamond level, which is probably most people in the industry would understand what that kind of um, rank is mm-hmm. in a company just through that and um, through a single product, actually. We built the diamond rank because we only had one of um, the company's products in mm-hmm. Australia. And we didn't have that um, program like that where the company would ship their other products to you directly from them. That actually wasn't set up mm-hmm. um, when our company launched in Australia. So we just had wow. like a single product that was available here and that's how we built, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I think that things have changed a lot since then. I I don't know and particularly with my demographic that I'm in, I'm in my mid-40s and, you know, people have kids. I don't think that that would necessarily um, work for, like, my demographic and the times that we have now. So, yeah, in the last couple of years in Australia, it's been it's been a challenging time, uh, less challenging in the, in the part of Australia that I live in. We've had less restrictions than many mm-hmm. other parts of Australia. Um, so we've, but we've had to move everything online because not only was is international was international travel not possible, but domestic travel was not oh. possible either because all of our state borders were were locked for the better part of the last two years, really. So, um, yeah, so you know, like they would like open up on and off, but then they would just lock, like close them again, and you couldn't oh. even get over borders domestically. So that was a huge transition for people, and of course, as well. Um, Australia has had some of the long, like, well, I think Melbourne has had the longest lockdowns in the entire world. Um, so, you know, it's definitely affected people, affected people's um, mental well-being mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, trying to, like, bring that c- community aspect online has been yeah. really important and make still 
allow people to be part of something and for, you know, people that are already in the team, you're trying to help them through that difficult time has been really important because it has been very, yeah, very challenging for a lot of people here. Um, the response, <laughs> I get negative. No, 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 I get it. I get it. It's been, it's, been, it's been a very difficult time emotionally for us yeah. for Australians the last two years. Were you guys building much online before you got locked down or was that a transition you guys had to make uh, sort of as an emergency situation? We were still, we were building um, somewhat online, but we were still, I was traveling every month to meetings. Like we have a group in Asia and they love to do face-to-face. It's really part of their culture. They love to like sit down with you. They love to see you face-to-face. And of course that's, that's not been possible. So um, yeah, having to get that transition and get people used to being online and turning their video camera on because that that was a big thing for a lot of people. A lot of people come and listen to online meetings, you know, before this happened, but they wouldn't turn their camera on and you can't create that sense of community and interaction and collaboration as well if you can't see people and Absolutely. see their expressions, yeah. right? But, you know, if you can get people and you can see them, you can still create a lot of that um that sense of like, you know, knowing each other and collaboration, mm-hmm. like definitely yeah. through video calls, I think de- much more than just a straight audio. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been a huge transition. So we've like shifted to be, to bring some of the elements of what we would use to do through an in-home, through a meet and greet to an mm-hmm. online environment. So yeah. rather than doing like a presentation, like incorporating some of those elements into it. And then also, um, you know, doing a lot more online marketing through like social channels and things mm-hmm. like that and teaching people how to build an audience and expand their digital network as yeah. well. So huge transition, definitely. Mm-hmm. For people. And um, yeah. <laughs> Are you guys able to start getting out now? Yes, we are able to start getting out now. Um, they have dropped uh, dropped a lot of the restrictions here. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they just dropped some more recently, like um, only a couple of weeks ago. Um, we just had our big company convention, and what we did is we actually hosted 30 people at our house. Oh, nice. Um, and then a week before that happened, they dropped some of the restrictions that they had in place and we were actually all able to go out to a restaurant for dinner because before that we wouldn't have even been able to go out to a restaurant for dinner because there's, you know, a lot of divisiveness around uh, if you've had medical interventions or not had medical interventions and I was like, I'm not going to, like, even bring that into this space. So, yeah, (laughs) so we, um, like, of my team, so we had the event at our house, which was, you know, a big big thing to organise and we still only saw people travel that could drive to that. A couple of people were going to fly up, but then there's still people are still kind of not necessarily comfortable flying yeah. in Australia. Like, not, I mean, people are, but, like, they're still a bit, like, not as, like, yep, I'll just do it, like they were. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely been an adjustment. <laughs> How about you guys being able to travel to other countries? Are, are, are you and Justin able to hop on a plane now and start seeing your folks again, or is that still being restricted? Well, just from, yeah, from like a few days ago, like it was possible to do that. But what I'm, I'm my, my, my sister, my younger sister, she lives in the UK and mm-hmm. she's just, she just flew out here 10 days ago and she had her flight cancelled three times. So, well, yes, it's possible in terms of them lifting mandates and restrictions. Mm-hmm. 
I'm still like, I'm not sure that I want to like travel internationally just yet because like, yeah, it was like really like she was just coming here to visit family and like flight after flight cancelled. She didn't end up coming on the same day that she booked, which obviously is is challenging if you're doing it for business to have all of those kinds of things happen. So. Yeah, so it's still a little, still probably a little tricky. <laughs> gotcha. So you know, let's let's talk about something else that that might have been or absolutely was affected by this. How about retention? Have you seen your retention number? Because you got again, you've been able to build where you're building belly to belly, which obviously has the best retention. I mean, when you're seeing people face to face, you're making friends. You know, you're, you're you're hugging the whole package. Going from being so personable and in person to having to switch to online. Have you guys seen your retention numbers go up and down from this? think so much because the product has a lot of benefits Mm -hmm. you know like it has yeah like because of because people love the product they get results I think that's really what drives the retention Mm -hmm. I think you know financially has been a challenge for some people like a lot of people have lost their employment they are not allowed to work anymore because of some of the policies that our government has in place a lot of those type of people are the people that are attracted to our products and the company. They're into mm-hmm. more natural things, into health and wellness, and yeah, they have made some choices, which has resulted in a loss of employment for them. So that's been challenging. But then, on one hand, that can be a driver for people to come and do the business as well. So yeah. um, I just I think a little people were kind of shell shocked by that happening. Like, yeah, that. That, that that actually came to pass that they lost their jobs and things like that so <sighs> yeah so it's been <laughs> it's been an interesting time that's yeah yeah fun. yeah are, are you seeing more growth internationally right now or are you seeing more directly in australia well, we're still seeing it in australia but also internationally like the u.s seems to be um yeah, growing quite well right now. Um, for us, we have a lot of activity in our team in the US. So I think, you know, I, th- I feel like maybe you guys are more out the other side mm-hmm. of of things there, like, you know, yeah. things that are a bit more back to normal in the United yeah. States than what they are. I mean, they kind of are back to normal, but I think people <laughs> maybe have a little PTSD. In some, definitely you can yeah. notice that in like people that live like in Melbourne and Victoria, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was very challenging for them down yeah. there. Yeah. It, it, what we're seeing here is that people are dying to get back out again. That's, that's, that's yeah. the, the one factor is people are, you know, they use the term zoom fatigue, you know, whatever little catchphrase you want to use. People are just sick of, yeah. you know, staring at a computer at each other. So that's something that we're seeing in America is a real big jump is that, you know, it's, it's really, it's, I hate to say this, but it's almost two positives that came out of it. You know, the great resignation yeah. made it. So, you know, network marketing seems like the most important thing in the world to yeah. introduce to people right now. And people are just dying to get out. They're just dying to do yeah. something. Yeah. Definitely. And I think, you know, once you start to see like some of those things, like, you know, flights stabilize a bit more, which I don't think will take long. People will be more confident yeah. to to travel and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Conchetta and I are parents. You guys are as well. So I always like to talk about the family aspect. Yeah. You've, you've got little kids. So they've seen really this whole process. They've seen you, you know, from from scratch to this point. How are they feeling about the business? Are they excited because they see the hustle you guys do, the money you make and everything else? Or or does it scare them the fact that you got to hustle so much to make the kind of money that you guys make? Yeah, like she's only five, my daughter. So yep. she just, you know, she just wants like her parents to be around. And, yeah. you know, I, 
like did travel a lot when she was smaller. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I don't want you to go on any more work trips. I want you to stay home with me. She's been on some trips with us. She doesn't mind it if she gets to come. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I don't want you to go without me now. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cute. But I try and um, you know, when she's home from school, like we do have like she understands like there's like nights where it's like a work night yep. and we do work calls and she has to go to bed and then we try and you know, when she's not at school, like not be doing so many calls. Like we do try and have that. We try and put a lot of that in our, when she's in school or after she's gone to bed, rather than like being on like phones and devices and talking to other people and distracted all of the time when she's around. So yeah, we try and be very conscious of that because when your business is at home and everything's tied up together, it can get, you know, all kind of entangled as I'm sure. Oh, you know. Yeah. 24 seven. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. the kind of the life we lead. We kind of lead that 24 seven life. And if the kids don't understand it, they can go the other way for it, you know? So yeah. let, let's talk about building as a couple, because that's, uh, you know, I love the fact that I so often see you guys on social media together, you know, all yeah. these things together. Are you guys building together? What, you know, how do you guys separate who does what, how's that playing out? Yeah. So I think, you know, it can be you, cause you've obviously built oh, yeah. like we built together <laughs> life as well. And there can be a lot of positives to that, but there can then be like, you know, kind of like challenges between like, well, I was doing that and you were doing this and like that kind of thing. So I think right. you're laughing. Yeah. You totally get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I think we had a lot of that when we were first doing it, but now like there's parts of it, you know, when you have a big team, there's a lot of things that you do to support that team that like mm-hmm. someone just coming in doesn't have to do like you're yeah. you know, making sure that information's getting out to them you've got like team events that you're running and you know there's kind of a lot of that like I guess administration and almost marketing side of it as well yeah. Yeah. so we um you know have like kind of split what we do more now as well and it's like okay you're like responsible you know like I'm responsible for a lot of that stuff and like I will just, just kind of do it and let my husband know what's being done because at one stage he's like, I want to look at everything. And it was like, yeah, like I'm very, I my background is project management. So I'm like pretty like it's got to be done like this and you're going to be in a deadline and this is the due date and, da, 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 you know, like I'm very like and I get like, you know, I, I don't like cope well. <laughs> None of that stuff is met, which is probably really challenging for someone who's not had that professional background. So I've done that for 25 years mm-hmm. in project management to understand that. Like it's quite a, like, you know, I'm pretty rigid about it kind of maybe. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's my professional training too. Yeah. So like a, that's a great skill to be able to bring. So to things and yeah and then Justin he would like he talks a lot with all of our health professionals because he's Mm -hmm. got that background and he understands the science and you know he will also do coaching with a lot of people who have got serious health challenges and things like that because he wants to help them because he had a very serious um health challenge when we came across that I didn't really talk about that like I just talked about my thing but he was very very sick um, before we started doing this. So he was like almost like bed bound, could, could only be in like a dark room a lot of the time. He was, he was very, very ill. Wow. Um, yeah, he had like Lyme disease and he was very sick. Oh. So, yeah, so he he has a real, I, I guess, heart for helping people that come into our sphere of influence that have had challenges like that because he's been in a, like, was been in a very difficult situation mm-hmm. um, health-wise and, yeah, very hard. It's, like, very hard to get anyone to help you with that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So, Sadly enough, yeah. it, 
splitting splitting the roles is really good and different strengths, like recognizing our strengths, like what strengths I have, what strengths he has. And I'm like, well, you do this, like you're way better at this. And he's like, you you do that. You're better and faster at that element. So yeah. I think that's been a really great thing to do as a couple so that you're not like stepping all over each other all of yeah, the time. Oh, completely. No, it's it's funny because uh yeah, it's not funny, but it's ironic that sadly enough, the the reps who have suffered the most personally tend to have the best success. The, the folks who have just gone through hell, you know, had physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain, whatever it is, and then got yeah. into network marketing and found a solution. They are the ones that are just on that fast track. It's, it's just so it's, it's almost a constant, you know, the more you suffer, the better yeah. you're going to do. If you just keep your mind to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you a question. That's really important to the folks right now is if you were to start again today, no list, no nothing. You got your you you fell in love with your product yesterday and decided that this is what you want to do. Can you give one, two, three tips, however many you want, to somebody who's starting today in this industry? Well, I probably focus on you know built like on attraction marketing. Honestly, if I was starting today and like building up my profile online and attracting people to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't re- I didn't really do that at the start. That's not how I built my business. Um, but that's I think that's what I would do now. And mm-hmm. I've you know I've been like kind of focused more on that last couple of years. And it can take mm-hmm. time to come to fruition. But then I've had I have people like contacting me now going. I want to do this. And like, there are people who do have online marketing expertise and things like that. So I think that's what I'd focus on. And I, I think also that question, like you really need to think about what you love too, right? Like if you're a person who loves being out all the time and loves going and like meeting with people and being around people all the time, then guess what? That's what you should do. Like, you know, absolutely. I am an introvert. Like, I don't really care if I don't, like, see another person outside of my family for a whole week. Mm -hmm. So, for me, like, I still, I love people. I love giving value and serving people. But for me, that's, like, you know, that's what I would do. And it also suits the stage of life with a young, like, Mm -hmm. a young child at home. So, that's what I, that's definitely what I would do now. And I think you can kind of expand your reach and, like, you but you, if you're going to do that, I think it's really important to have your mindset right mm-hmm. and to attract those people into you. Because I think that's a big part of it, you know, is like how you feel about yourself, your confidence, your mindset, how you feel about your company. Mm-hmm. And if you have all of that right and then you go out and do that yeah. attraction marketing, then it will work. Yeah. Thank you. Got to, yeah. Does that make sense? That oh, make sense? absolutely. No, completely, completely. Because it's, again, there's, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's one of the things I love about this podcast is that we've got people who joined yesterday. You know, somebody might've just found this industry yesterday and we want them to start out right. You know, we don't want them yeah. to get that early frustration when I feel like they're moving forward. And so I really appreciate that. Uh, do me a favor. And if folks want to reach out to you, how can they contact you personally? Well, they can find me on um, Facebook. Um, so I'm on Facebook. Uh, the the Nicole Dennis is my like the end of my Facebook, or on Instagram, go Nicole Dennis on Instagram as well, and NicoleDennis.com as well. Beautiful, perfect. Thank you. Okay, my favorite question: What is your six month goal? What is my six month goal? Oh, that's yep. such a great question. So my six month goal is: I think I would love to support a couple of people in my team to reach like some big rank goals that they have mm-hmm. um you know and i would also love to attract a new like rock star as well mm-hmm. into my into my business and grow that and to be able to like i want to we have like a foundation as well mm-hmm. um 
with the company that I work with. So I want to like, and our team does a lot of work outside of that to raise money for water wells in Cambodia. So I would love to, to, yeah, get some more, like, you know, like three more wells done Mm -hmm. in that time because it really helps a lot of people that, you know, really don't have a lot. So. Thank you. It's a great goal. Yeah, totally. And I'll reach, you know, I, I want to advance the next rank and I'll like be able to do that. Like, of course, if I help other people. So focusing on that first. You're going to build a lot of karma by building those wells. That's that's one thing that can shed. And I 100 percent every ounce of our success has come from giving away. It's no ifs, ands or buts about it. The more you give, the more you get. It's just yeah. every single time. I think our team has done like a few of our team went over there and did like a service trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're like up to like 22 or 23 wells just from our team that we have like raised money for at different events. Like, so um, not, not through our company's foundation and directly given it to that organization that builds mm-hmm. the wells over there. When we had um, our conference, our, our convention event, we had 30 people at our house. We just did like a silent auction mm-hmm. um, at the end of the event and we raised enough money for a well just from oh, like those people you. that were here at the event. So, yeah, I, Justin and I just donated some stuff like that we had, some swag, some cool stuff, some books, yeah. and we just put it all out and like had a silent auction. So that was really fun. So it's great to, I think, incorporate that when you do have the opportunity to be together at events to incorporate like some giving at them. Smart. So there was a little sneaky gold nugget that you stuck in there. I like that. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So Nicole Dennis, thanks so much for being on today. This has been great. Yeah, I've really loved to hear from a different angle and we got to talk about so many different cool things today and especially helping folks that needed to get restarted. So thanks so much for being on the show today, Nicole. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye.